Hi, I'm Charles Gossier, President and CEO of the Downtown Vancouver Business Improvement Association. We're proud to sponsor the Coping with COVID-19 daily podcast series this month. Thanks, everyone, and stay strong. My guest today gave Metro Vancouverites the chance to play armchair prime minister. Mario Canseco, president of Research Co., asked people which kinds of organizations should get a bailout or receive financial assistance from government to avoid bankruptcy or failure. Mario, hope you're doing well. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. It's my pleasure, Haley. Now, of all the types of organizations you ask, they're all related in some way to tourism, whether it's airlines, cruise ships, ride hailing, or restaurants. Why focus on tourism in particular? Well, I think right now it's one of the areas that has been affected the most by COVID-19. We have a cruise ship terminal that is empty. We have an airport that is nowhere near its full capacity. Uh, We have a, a lot of outlets in Vancouver particularly, but in all of Metro Vancouver, that are empty, boarded up stores that depend on food traffic. Uh, So there's a lot of people who are affected by this. And I thought it was a good opportunity because it was Metro Vancouver to ask about this. You know, it's one of those things that we rarely think about, but it's an industry that definitely plays a very large role in the way the economic issues have gone here in BC for the past few decades. So it's one of the first ones that is going to be in the discussions when we are actually figuring out what to say. And I wonder, too, if it's one of those sectors that will be impacted maybe in different ways. It could be very much more directly impacted by, say, consumer confidence or the fact that people lose their jobs or not necessarily going on trips and spending money on tourism products. Well, that is definitely one of the issues that is going to be tough to to figure out in the next little while. We know that tourism is something that we do uh, with extra money that we have lying around. So one of the issues here is going to be, do you buttress all of these industries in the hopes that the people spend their money and come back to British Columbia uh, to do things. Uh, And the other one is going to be what happens in the United States. We haven't seen the same type of social distancing guidelines in all of the places in the U.S. Uh, There is going to be some reticence from BC residents to suddenly open up and allow uh, those from Washington State or from other states in the U.S. to come into British Columbia. So that's also something that we need to take into consideration. A lot of these outlets depend on those who come from the United States. So it's not only going to be easy as far as having some government money behind them, but also making sure that people actually want to come back here. Absolutely. Now, before we get into some of the specific results, generally speaking, do Canadians have strong feelings about the concept of government bailouts? There's definitely a high level of support for this. I think part of this has to do with what we've experienced over the past four or five weeks. Uh, We've seen the prime minister uh, at the same time every morning talking about another thing that is going to be helping businesses, another thing that is going to be helping Canadians. So the animosity towards a government bailout is not what it used to be. I mean, if we go back to the 2008 financial crisis and the bailout of the auto industry, for instance, that one was a little harder to fathom for many Canadians because many of them weren't involved in the industry. They were buying cars that weren't made in Canada. They thought it was maybe overkill in some ways. But now that we've been roughly six or seven weeks indoors, uh, makes you really wonder what is going to happen and how many of these industries will come back. So looking into this as an issue that is more related to fiscal solvency and fiscal prudency uh, is not going to matter at this particular stage because we all know that this is coming. Is there any kind 
of organization that Metro Vancouverites feel should be priority one when it comes to any kind of government assistance? Well, that was one of the most interesting findings of the survey for me. Uh, the one thing that most Metro Vancouverites would say is restaurants, cafes, and bars. And we wanted to ask about it differently. Do you save a small business that has fewer than 10 people working for it? Or do you save a larger outlet that is definitely having more employees on its own payroll? And the numbers are strikingly similar. We have 78% of Metro Vancouverites who believe that if you have a restaurant, cafe, or bar that employs fewer than 10 people, you should be eligible for a government bailout. The number is 76% for those uh, outlets that have more than 10 people working. So there's really not a lot of difference when it comes to this particular issue. Uh, I think there's a lot of Canadians who realize, and Metro Vancouverites in this particular survey, that this is an important component of the economy and they want to see it thrive uh, when we are able to go out and enjoy life the way it used to be. Absolutely. What do we feel about, say, bailing out airlines or cruises, really, really big, often multinational companies or initiatives? Well, this was uh, really shocking to me because we don't see a lot of support for this. We only had 45% uh, of Metro Vancouverites who believe that airlines should be eligible for a government bailout. Uh, that's significantly lower than what we see for the small businesses that were in the survey. And only 40% who believe that cruise ship operators should also be part of this bailout. Now, this is important because this is the way in which people come to British Columbia to spend the money in the restaurants and cafes that we're trying to say so it's very complicated i think there's an expectation here that maybe cruise ships uh, will be saved by other levels of government we've seen some of the things that have been said in the united states particularly by donald trump about this particular industry so i think there's a hope for many metro vancouverites that somebody else is going to foot the bill and then we can have those people come here Airlines have always been a very controversial issue. Uh, we saw it back in 2001 after 9-11, the difficulties that the industry had to get back, uh, the way in which uh, there's never been an easier time to complain about flights being late, flights being delayed, uh, the lack of legroom in airplanes. So it's a contentious issue, and we still see 45% of Canadians who say, we need to bail out these airlines. We need to continue to communicate with each other. Do you think there's any kind of element of it's easier maybe to support the restaurant that you see that you go to on a regular basis versus an organization like, say, Air Canada or WestJet that seems like because it's bigger, it maybe doesn't need the support, even if that's not true? Is it easier to support something that's much more local to you? I think there's definitely a subconscious issue related to this. Uh, you look at it as something that you're also going to be enjoying. Uh, most Canadians, most Metro Vancouverites don't travel all the time, but we all need a place to eat. We all need our coffee in the morning. And those are the types of industries that are more important for us right now. And also they are the ones that are employing people who are closer to us. You know, it's, I'm not suggesting that nobody has a relative who is working for the airline industry, uh, but it's something that hits closer to home. And I think that is part of the rationale that many Metro Vancouverites are having right now when they're being asked to play armchair prime minister. Let's save the things that are closer to us. And when we get into something that is bigger, maybe somebody else will foot the bill. What about something that's also been kind of controversial in Metro Vancouver, ride hailing versus taxis? So the all important ground transportation options. What do we feel about those? Well, it's funny. I mean, six, seven months ago, we were 
completely enthralled in debates over the ride-hailing industry. And now we don't have a lot of people who want to go from point A to point B. So that's definitely part of the problem uh, when it comes to bailing out these industries. There's a higher level of support for bailing out taxi companies at 47%. Mind you, it's a minority, but it's significantly higher than the 35% uh, who would like to save ride-hailers. Uh, it's a relatively nascent industry. I think that is part of the issue here. Taxis have been established for a longer time. Uh, ride-hailing companies are fairly new to this. I think there's an expectation from Metro Vancouver as that if you're new to this game, you might be uh, having a situation where it's easier to walk away from it, whereas taxi companies are probably on the hook for something that is way, way more complicated. Um, that being said, it's not a service that everybody is enjoying consistently. And I think that is one of the reasons for the numbers to be that low. You need those taxes and you need those right hailing services once tourism comes back. But I think British Columbians and Metro Vancouver, uh, sorry, are looking at this more as a situation uh, where they want to save something that is closer to them. That makes sense. And I have to also ask you about another controversial area, Airbnb hosts. Now, this in particular is something Airbnb put out to government previously, and then it got a lot of backlash over, which was some kind of assistance for hosts. How do we in this region feel about any kind of government support for people who rent out their homes on Airbnb? I think this is the place where Metro Vancouverites vented the most. Uh, there's only 27% of Metro Vancouverites who would agree with some sort of government assistance uh, for Airbnb hosts. Uh, this was not a surprise. I wasn't expecting a big number on this question, but I certainly wasn't expecting it to be lower than 30%. Uh, housing has been a major source of pain for many residents over the past few years. We consistently see a lot of people who are angry at the situation and you have a, an, an opportunity to bail out specific industries, uh, Airbnb is at the bottom of the list. Uh, there's definitely a situation here where residents aren't looking at Airbnb hosts uh, with a lot of sympathy right now. Uh, and ultimately, because we've had those discussions about maybe adding some of those homes to the, to the rental stock, uh, which is something that is happening now in a more qualitative fashion. You, know, you see a lot of Airbnb listings that have suddenly become rental listings because of COVID-19. Uh, but that is one of the reasons for residents to say, well, if you have a home and you're renting it out, uh, maybe this is not the kind of person or the kind of situation that requires any sort of government assistance. Do you think the difference between, again, kind of a local company and then a system like Airbnb that's run by a foreign company, an American company, we're also in that category. Does that weigh on the minds of Metro Vancouverites, maybe favoring the local or the Canadian over the international? I think that's definitely part of it. Uh, it's a situation that is uh, that has been happening for a while. You know, it's not uh, a system that was implemented here or was created here. I think that, that would make it a lot more palatable if you had something that was created here. Uh, but these are companies that are fairly new to Canada, definitely new to Vancouver when it comes to ride hailing. And I think that's one of the reasons for residents to say, well, should we actually... Uh, you know, be thinking about having some government funds to go to these companies that are fairly new versus saving somebody who has been for a, for a larger time. Uh, I think that's definitely one of the situations that is happening in the minds of, of residents. You know, we, we can't save everything. And I think that is definitely one of the questions here. But there's definitely a lower level of support for bailing out industries that have been fairly new and that have been brought in here by foreigners. 
it may be a little fun to be a prime minister for a day and decide which industries may get support. But generally speaking, do you think Metro Vancouverites' thoughts and feelings on these issues align with the signals we're getting from Victoria or Ottawa on these issues? Well, it is definitely something that is um, being driven by what is happening across those two levels of government. You know, we've seen a lot of discussions about saving the small business, saving the small cafe, being able to um, pay next month's rent, for instance, if you're a business. That definitely plays into the way in which uh, Metro Vancouverites are looking at this. Uh, but ultimately, I think uh, you're always gravitating towards the things that are closer to you. And, you know, I, I remember asking about uh, budgetary issues in the United States uh, when Barack Obama uh, was the head of state. And the one thing that was always at the bottom of the list for Americans was NASA. You know, I'm, I'm not involved in this. I'm not going to go to, to Mars or to the moon. So defund this and use it, into, and, and use it for something that I care about. And I think it's a similar situation here. You know, if you're not somebody who has an Airbnb suite, you're not going to be very happy to try to save them. But everybody has uh, to eat. Everybody has to have the coffee. Uh, thinking about it from a tourism industry perspective, it's better to save those jobs that are already here than to try to buttress companies uh, where most of the revenues are going to go somewhere else. Mario, as always, a pleasure having you on our show. Thanks so much for coming on with your insight. Anytime, Haley. Thank you. That's Mario Canseco, president of Research Co. Thanks so much for watching Coping with COVID-19. You can find more stories at BIV.com along with more videos and some insights from Mario Canseco. Thanks for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with a new video.